to KUCI in Irvine. This is the Doe Post. I'm Adam Doe, your host. And today we are joined by Matt Hanif. Hey, Matt, Adam. how's it going? Great. Thank you for having me on and congratulations on getting your own show. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, to everyone listening out there, this is the first episode of the Doe Post. And this show is just going to start out with NBA predictions, um, talking about off-season trades maybe. And then later on, we'll hopefully transition into major league baseball national football league um football and but for now we are going to start off with uh nba playoff predictions for the western conference first we got uh the first seed and versus the oh let's start off with portland versus Utah. how many games do you think it's going to go to matt this is honestly my favorite series that's coming up. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm saying seven. Uh, I don't really want to call it. I think it depends on CJ McCollum's health. I yeah. think if he's there, Blazers take it. I think if not, it's Jazz. And to those who don't know, uh, Yusuf Nurkic went down a couple days ago, season-ending injury. Gruesome one. So they just got Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum now. Um, but then, you know... Portland Trailblazers, we haven't seen them like succeed that much in the playoffs, right, Matt? Right, no, I think it's a lot of raw potential, not a lot of experience. It should be interesting. So, how many games? Uh, did you say how many games? Yeah, I think it's going the full seven. I think it's going to be just wire-to-wire, interesting games, close games, a real battle. Yeah, I'll, I'll go lower than that. I'll go yeah? six games, six games, and Portland. Portland? Did you say who, who's going to win? I said it depends on CJ McCollum's health. Uh, I mm-hmm. want the Jazz. I think it's going to be the Blazers. Yeah, me too. I think even though they haven't like succeeded that much in playoffs, they definitely have more experience than um, Donovan Mitchell, right. Gobert, Ingles. I think Corver will be kind of a fun score in the postseason, but I just don't think that he's going to be that go-to guy that the Jazz need. Yeah. I think last season when um, Utah Jazz beat OKC in the first round, yeah. Westbrook and Westbrook when George were still playing Adams was fine right 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 I think that was beginner's luck for Donovan Mitchell really like if you if you look at the numbers this year you see Donovan Mitchell his numbers are kind of you know they're not as good as last year right I think he's regressing to the mean if you've heard of that saying before absolutely and do you think that's a function of what's going on around him or is that just his potential coming back down to earth and him kind of playing at the level he's capable of that was i think last season we saw the rookie um the rookie the rookie luck you know yep same thing with uh, same thing with tatum he's he's kind of regressed this year as well i i agree i think he's a really great playmaker i don't think he's going to be that 1a superstar leads a team type of guy but i think he can be an incredible number two to a big guy yeah i think well let's not talk about the east too much but uh you know that the additions of gordon hayward and Kyrie back to the lineup might have like messed up with the rookies definitely tatum also Jalen brown um yeah. So let's just move on to Denver versus San Antonio. I think 
I think this game might go to seven. Really? But I'd pick I'd pick San Antonio. Okay. I have Denver. I think it's going to be very close. I'd go six. I don't think it'll quite go seven. But why are you taking San Antonio? I'm going to go with Popovich's coaching on this one and his ability, the Spurs, like, record of drafting, you know, not the not the superstars, but the smartest guys who know how to take orders from, from the top. Right. I totally get it. And what would you say to people who would say that's kind of the end of the Spurs dynasty? You know, those marquee players guys aren't there. It's really just Aldridge who's left. Uh, well, you can't forget DeRozan, DeRozan right? DeRozan, right. And... I think, I, I think it's I think it's incredible how DeRozan wasn't an All Star this year. He really was. Like, I think because he changed conferences, that's that's how he lost his spot, right? Because there's just so many so many more talented guards in the West. So yeah, he definitely got caught behind behind a few other guys. So, I think to recap. I think Spurs in seven. I'm betting on Popovich just coaching the smarter players and the more experienced players. Right before like. Before Ka- Kawhi left, they, um, I mean, b- before Kawhi went down, they were like, they were up by 20 points in that Golden State Warriors game before, you know, Zaza did the thing. Right. Yeah. I think Aldridge, Aldridge, DeRozan, Mills, the younger guys like um, Derek White, I think they have, pot- they, they have the skill and the talent and the coaching needed to get past the first round. Okay, I think this will be an interesting one. I think Denver is definitely the more talented team, but I think you definitely have a point. They're very inexperienced, and I think that Popovich as a coach can take San Antonio a long way. Yeah. Let's move on to Golden State versus OKC. I think Golden State would sweep, but at most, or OKC at most, they would win one. Yeah, so. I have it at five games as well. I don't think this is going to be an especially interesting one. Yeah. I, I'm i just so sad for Westbrook because, you know, he's one of those players who likes to, be, likes to have loyalty to their team. And, you know, he signed a huge extension um, contract. But he keeps getting eliminated from the playoffs. Right. It's almost like he's being punished for his loyalty. Yeah. And then they got Paul George last year. But, you know, they lost in the first round to Donovan Mitchell, a rookie. And it looks like history is just going to repeat itself this year as well. And how do you feel about that? I definitely feel sad for Westbrook, but I'm just not really sure what OKC can do from here to make him a legitimate playoff contender in the future. I think they'll always be good enough to make it. I just don't know what they can do to take that next step short of getting a KD or a Clay in free agency. I just remember seeing so many <clears throat> so many highlights this season from um the Thunder, right? Like right. Paul George and the last minute tip in to win the game and Westbrook like fancy dribbling and um three pointers. But they're at the eighth they're the eighth seed right now. It's That's incredible. It really is. But Western Conference like com- competition is amazing. I think if the Warriors remain healthy up to playoff time um, Curry, Durant, Draymond, um, Demarcus, Clay Thompson. I think either a sweep or they'll just lose one game. And then Westbrook's like he's still averaging a triple double this season. By the way, right? It's like he picks up so many points that just don't do anything to count towards wins. It's incredible. I just remembered like two years ago when his triple double average was like freaking everyone out. 
Right. But then, you know, this year, you know, no, no one really cares about it anymore. No, it's almost become it's, commonplace it's like, now. It's yeah, just he's, like, he's like normalized it. Right. It's incredible. Yeah. Paul George, I used to think he was the MVP of this, this year, but I think it's got to be Harden. Really? Right? It's got to be Harden. I think it has to be Harden or Giannis. I don't think there are many other options. I think earlier, you're right, Paul George looked good. I have to go Giannis. It might be me being old-fashioned and just having that all-around player. It's hard for me to just lean on a pure offensive guy like Harden, but what they both bring to the table is incredible. Yeah, PG's highlight reel was what won me over for his for bidding him as uh, the MVP. But then like Harden just kept you know scoring 60 points a night. Right, it's hard to turn down. Yeah. Also, I based my, my MVP pick on, on um, th- their season record. So... I think this is definitely an MVP race where who you pick will depend more on the criteria you use than the actual players themselves. I think if you base it on wins or those marquee moments where Harden just steps up and wins a game, then it's easy to say it's Harden. And then if you place it on the overall impact on both sides of the court, then you say Giannis. Yeah, for sure, definitely. It would be cool for Giannis to get his first MVP, though. It really would. But would the would the NBA do a repeat MVP. They did it for Steph Curry. He was the two-time two-time MVP. Right. I think Steph Curry was a one-time deal. I'm not sure. I don't think it should be this way, but I just don't think the voters want to have a repeat MVP any more than they need to. Yeah. Just for the Thunder the Thunder's record though. For I just really don't think Westbrook deserves the MVP. I mean, um Paul George deserves the MVP. Just because of like their record this year, and they they have like a full healthy like surrounding cast, but they're still the eighth seed, and they're probably gonna exit early, which is why I'm not going with Paul George for MVP. Right. Yeah, that's perfectly understandable. Yeah. Um, other thing, other news. Katie, Clay, Draymond, they are all free agents this summer. Should be exciting. Where? Where can we where can we predict they're going? I have to go with my gut and just say that Clay is going to stay home. I don't see the Warriors keeping all three. I think at most they keep two. Um, KD is probably the one I have a hardest time predicting. I think with his notorious year to year contracts, it's very tough to tell what he's thinking. And I mean, since the whole making fake social media accounts just to go after his. Uh, haters it's he's just a very erratic person so i really couldn't tell you where i think he's going i think katie's leaving for sure i think he's realized that you know he can he can win with golden state but the remaining question is for on everyone's minds that you know anyone that watches basketball is if he can win it by himself or not with you know the greatest team of all time in basketball history so would you think that KD is going to go back and try to save a franchise like the Nets or one of those? I think if he if he moves to the New York Knicks, that would be that would be a questionable move. Just like regarding the Knicks, um, they're pretty much like lack of any success, Absolutely. any any sustained success in the history of basketball, really. Right. I think if he if he goes there, it would make him look like pretty arrogant, thinking that he himself can carry like a horrible franchise to to victory, basically. 
But then the question is, what if what if he teams up with another free agent like Kyrie? Those are like rumors. Right, right. There was the uh, infamous uh, tunnel conversation between them talking about a team having two max spots. Yes, yes. And then it's just there's so many noteworthy free agents this year. Like this, uh, besides the the three Warriors, because we got. Um, Demarcus Cousins. We got right. um, Anthony. Oh, Anthony Davis. Well, he's Anthony Davis. He's on the trading block, but he's not a free agent yet. Right. He has one year left, I believe. Yeah, but and Kawhi is going to be a free agent. Yep. So we're just really like waiting to see who's going to team up with who, mm-hmm. and if the Warriors dynasty is going to be broken or they're just going to remain for the long for the foreseeable future. Right. I think the free agency this summer will be a domino effect. I think one star lands somewhere, and then that sets into place teams signing all of the others. I think the question is, who's the first domino to fall? Yeah. I think... Would you... As a fan, would you want to see the Warriors stick together? Assuming, like, let's just not... Let's just ignore, like, any anyone who's saying, like, they're not going to take a pay cut. Like, given all that... the All conditions are, are perfect... Sure. for the team to stay together would you want to st- would you want them to stay together as a fan as a fan i have to say it, it's fun to watch um i think if i was a warriors fan i would be much more excited about it i think it's just an incredible team and the chemistry is amazing but i, I don't want to see them continue it's just too hard to watch year after year them stomp all over everyone it's been an incredible feat to witness but i don't want to see it continue any longer than it needs to yeah me too um, like I told you, like this is my first season watching college ball. It's so much more exciting. Absolutely, close game. Everyone, everyone, everyone thought Duke was gonna win this whole thing, but then Duke got eliminated last night, destroying my bracket <laughs> and everybody else's. Yeah. Um. I think for you know, I'm a I'm a pretty big Lakers fan, and I I know you 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 like to watch the Lakers as well. Do you think any any noteworthy free agents are coming to the Lakers? I think that we'll definitely chase some. I really think, especially with the new New Orleans GM, we'll definitely be in some talks for AD. I'm not entirely sure we'll go after a Supermax type player. I think that I would see Magic Johnson pursuing some ancillary pieces. I think that when we traded uh, Zubots, which I, I hate to bring up, what we were going after was shooting. So I would see us going after maybe a Trevor Ariza, someone on the perimeter who can provide some more defense to the team as well. I'd love to see them add another playmaker, but I just don't see it happening. Yeah, so they basically tried doing, tried surrounding the team with other playmakers to like you know uh, lighten the load for LeBron. Right. But but then I think they they were just really unfortunate this year with the injuries and and all. So do you think they would? try to go, go go with the same method again with playmakers around LeBron or go back to how the Cavaliers did it with the shooters around LeBron? I think they'll go with the Cavaliers method. I think that just having role players, like you're saying, having shooters on the outside and then that frees up LeBron on the inside to make the plays would be the best approach. I think that adding another playmaker we showed causes chemistry problems and then when one goes down, we're in a really tough spot. I think the the playmaker, I think uh when for team construction when you put when you add a lot of shooters to your team it makes the team look really good right very well rounded yeah so but then 
when you add playmakers, that's okay too. It's just that the the the, the players that the Lakers chose, like they all have like questionable like histories, right. which which like doesn't like doesn't add to the team image, you know? Right. Every playmaker has some kind of flaw for the most part. Yeah. So, Rondo, like Rondo, I think the past couple recent the uh, recent games we've seen the the Lakers veterans, the one year people. They've been playing well, but then that doesn't reflect like how they've been playing this whole year, no. which is like really on and off and not dependable right. this year. I think more than anything else, we've lacked consistency for sure. Yeah. Um, going back to Clay, uh, the Warriors. Going back to the Warriors. Um, I think Katie's leaving. Clay might take the pay cut and stay. Draymond would leave because he I think his personality is just that a more aggressive type where you know he wants his money right right and he's won he's probably gonna win what his fourth ring I believe so that's unbelievable yeah so it's not, he, he doesn't have anything else to prove with the Warriors I think Draymond would leave do you think that yeah. deep down they just enjoy playing with each other so much that they want it to continue more than the money more than even a championship or anything like that I think with all of their winning, now they they would be more focused on the money. So do you right? think that's the grass being greener? Or do you think that's a valid... You know, do you think next year, if one of them leaves, they'll say, oh my gosh, I can't believe I left that situation. It was incredible. I should have just taken the pay cut. I think if they go to... If they decide, like, they want to be the hero for New York, the New York Knicks, right. and it just ends badly, then they'll, like, have some regret. But, you know, they... Their names are written in history. They've won their rings. They beat the Bulls record for the best season record in history. So there's they just I think money is like the only thing that they need. Just like get more of it before their body dies down and they can't play anymore, right? Yeah, get it well you can. I agree. Yeah. Traymond, his numbers have uh gone down this year if you haven't noticed he he's just like he's still contributing to the team but like something's weird where his numbers are just going down and he's not like as reliable as he once was and he doesn't you know he lost his like defensive player status of the year right so i tend to think that that's more of a function of just the chemistry altering slightly with demarcus cousins coming into the picture i do think that if draymond is on his own he'll rise back up maybe not to the height of his ability but somewhere a bit above what he's doing this year yeah and then lastly we have the houston rockets versus the clippers i think houston would sweep Really? Houston would sweep, or they would just lose one. Okay. With a, with a healthy Harden and, and Chris Paul, I think I think Harden could, would probably pull like 50, 40 or 50 points. Sure. Chris Paul can pull maybe, you know, 15 to 20 points. Right. So I agree. I think Houston will take it in six. I don't think it'll be quite as dramatic, but I think... I think now that we can understand that it's a very easy series for Houston, I think the interesting question is, how would Harden do if Chris Paul goes down again in the playoffs? I think I'm just worried that, you know, we've seen his godly powers this whole time from Harden. I'm worried that, you know, something something unlucky is going to happen. 
in round one and he's just going to go down with an injury even if even if harding is down for let's say like what two games that could like mean it for 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 the rest of their season right like would you would you believe in the rest of the rockets being able to you know get themselves out of round one without harden and just depending on paul maybe absolutely not i think that the whole team is cruxed around harden i think if he goes down it all falls apart even if if chris paul in his old age can do something amazing for in round one he's basically you're basically setting him up for another injury in like the later rounds just like what happened like last year when um, chris paul went down Right. I think he's a really great floor general. I think he does a lot of great things for the team, but I just don't think he can be that dynamic scorer at this point in his career that they would need him to be if Harden went down. Yeah. And then Harden, you know, they say that the refs don't call um, fouls as much in the playoffs. So that would mean Harden, you know, wouldn't get his free throws. Right. His points would go down. And everyone's everyone's numbers go down in the playoffs but you know for him he he relies so much on the free throws that that could like cost him more than other players absolutely uh my counter would be that harden scores so many points he can afford to lose a few yeah and going to the clippers they traded away their only star basically um tobias harris who, who would you say their star is now I honestly don't think you could claim a star. I really I really enjoy the idea of this kind of island of misfit toys. Uh, you know, they all kind of do their one job really well. They have Pat Beverly on defense, Lou Williams coming off the bench and scoring. They all just function in their job, and I think that makes for a really great regular season run. But I think in the playoffs, you need to have someone that you can go to with 30 seconds left and you're down by five who can score and run plays and things like that. Yeah, their go-to guy right now is basically Lou Williams. Right. But, you know, he he doesn't do he doesn't do he doesn't have the same um finishing abilities as Harden does right. all the time. Like I Harden think does it all the time mostly, and Lou will like you know, just, just he's not all the time consistent as um like a Harden type player. Right. He's the perfect sixth man. He comes off the bench and he can be explosive for just a few minutes, but he can't capture that lightning in a bottle over time. Yeah. And Zubats. I miss Sad him. to see him go. I, I miss him so much. I really miss him too. Did you see the rumors that the Clippers laughed at the Lakers after yeah. that trade? Yeah, I saw that. That really hurts. They didn't even ask for, for Zubats. They just got no. Zubats handed to them. Absolutely. When and the Lakers called to get asked for Mascala. And I heard that they just didn't want to um, pay Zubats because uh, Zubats would have been a free agent this year. But it's not like you're paying the guy $10 million or $15 million. No, not at all. And what it left us with was old man Tyson Chandler. I and mean, we just didn't have any consistency at center after he left. It really didn't make sense. Yeah. Chandler and McGee with mm-hmm. Wagner, maybe, as a center. and Or Kuzma being a small center, which hasn't you know resulted in um, well... Yeah, for the Lakers. I think Wagner has a lot of development to go through before he's a consistent everyday center. Okay. Last question: Who will win this year in the finals? How many games? And if you answer with the Warriors, then who who's your like second choice to win? 
I, I will answer with the Warriors. I think it's really hard to pick against them. But if I had to go with a second pick, I think I'm going to go with the Rockets. I just, if they can all stay healthy, I think they're going to be really dynamic. I know it would be very hard to knock off uh, the Warriors early, but if anyone's going to do it, I think it's the Rockets. Yeah, and I agree. I think it's either going to be the, the the Warriors winning or the Rockets winning. But we'll cover the Eastern um, Confer- Eastern Conference teams next next week on on the show. All right, thanks, Matt. Thank you.